G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We're talking about the very last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, and we've discovered it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. Camille, there's a lot of things we learn about God when we look at the book of Revelation. Neil, there's a lot of things we learn about God. There's a lot of things we learn about Christ, but let's, for a moment, we we focused on earlier it's about Christ. He's the major theme. He's prominently displayed many titles for Christ, many portraits. It's, it's amazing what we learn about Jesus through this book. But I go on to say that the book of Revelation is also about Almighty God himself. I'll give you a couple of good reasons. First of all, in chapter 4, we get a personalized tour, if I can use that, in-depth tour of the epicenter of the universe. Now, what is that? The throne of God. There are allusions to the throne of God elsewhere in Scripture, but nowhere do we get the detail as we get in Revelation, even though it's only four verses in chapter 4. But one of the things we learn is, of course, God's throne is the centerpiece of it all, and it's surrounded by 24 elders. Now, some of my commentaries tell me the elders are probably people who overcame and now they sit on thrones rather than angelic hosts. Whoever the elders are, they all have thrones. They all have crowns. Their thrones encircle God's throne. Whatever it is they see at God's throne is so wonderful, glorious, and overwhelming. All of them, virtually in unison, crumble to their knees take the crowns off their head, throw it towards God, and they worship and they worship. This is just a slight taste of the things to come. Not that all we're going to do is worship and sing. We're going to do, I believe, a myriad of things. But ultimately, we're going to focus on God. That's the first thing. The second thing that we learn in this book is I did an inductive study years ago, and one of the beauties of an inductive study, you really do go down deep, and you'll notice things up close that are profound that you wouldn't notice just by a casual reading. And I did a count of all the references to God and goodness in the book of Revelation, and all the references to the devil and evil. And you know what? I did the sums, and the references to God outnumbered references to the devil and evil, three to one. It's a landslide, Neil. (laughs) Revelation is about God, not about these other adverse things. Camille, Jesus is called the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. What does it tell us about God, that he is so big and so all-knowing that he knows the beginning from the end? Those titles, Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, and also the first and the last. That term is used of Jesus, the first and the last. But if you ever read 
the book of Isaiah, which I'm sure you do, that term is used also, the first and the last. And every instant it's used, it's about Almighty God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai. And what is interesting in chapter 1 of Revelation, Jesus says, I am the first and the last. I am he that was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of death and hell. If you're ever dealing with somebody who doesn't believe Jesus was God or that Jesus was real, but they do believe in the Bible and they do know what the phrase first and last means, just throw that at them. First and last refers to God. So when was God dead? Well, God was dead when Jesus died, but then he rose from the dead. He's alive forevermore. All those terms you've just used, and there's many more. God was there in the beginning. God will be there at the end. In fact, God has no beginning. He has no end. He's beyond space and time. We get, if we focus enough, that's why inductive study is so good, because it causes you to focus on keywords. You get to see God, who is so big, that no problem you ever have in life will ever stump you again when you serve such a God. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.